This is KGLP 91.7 FM Gallup Public Radio. I'm Emma Farley, and today I'm speaking with Christina M. Selby, author of a new travel book titled New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure, an all-ages guide to hiking, camping, and getting outside. The book is full of practical tips on motivating kids to enjoy the natural world. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining me and speaking with our audience here in Gallup today. Yeah, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So I know you have your hands in a lot of different fields. You've been an ecologist, a conservation photographer, a naturalist, a writer, and even a film director, I believe. Um, Could you explain to our audience a little bit in your own words, your own history, how you became involved in this field and how your career has evolved over time? Yeah, so I grew up in Wisconsin with a family that loved to go camping and enjoy the outdoors. And um, my mom's extended family were dairy farmers and we had a place along a a lake up north where we would go every summer and just I would kind of run wild in the outdoors. And so that really started me down a path of um, connecting with nature and wanting to continue that throughout my life. And when I got to college, I studied ecology, so the relationship of different things in nature, and I had always had a kind of interest in plants. Um, When I graduated college, I got into environmental education for a couple years, and in that field, you can kind of move around seasonally between jobs. So I worked in Oregon, I worked in Jackson Hole, I spent a little bit of time then in New Mexico, and uh, then I got into the Peace Corps and really started to learn more about the relationship of um, people with their with the land uh, spent time in a couple of very small villages who were the only sort of cash crop they had was coffee and the rest of their existence was pretty much subsistence. So continued on that and then I got back to the United States after that and it was kind of a culture shock and I landed in New Mexico because it felt a little more like Latin America where I had spent a couple of years. I was in Panama and um, me and my husband started a nonprofit called Earth Care, which did in, and still does, although I'm not involved anymore, but does environmental education with young people. And now I have my own kids. And when I had my uh, second boy, who's now eight years old, I started uh, freelance writing as a science writer, sort of explaining conservation and scientific concepts to the public through publications and picked up photography to be able to photograph uh, wildflowers. That was my original passion, but that's kind of grown now. And there's this whole field called conservation photography where as a sort of independent um, photographer and writer and storyteller, I help scientists tell stories about mostly endangered species, endangered ecosystems, and, um, you know, what, just making people aware of what's what's going on. Um, and I do a lot of stories on New Mexico, but being a naturalist and being an outdoor educator has always been a thread throughout my life and, and um, started writing some guidebooks. My first guidebook was The Best Wildflower Hikes of New Mexico, which came out in 2020. And now this is my second, which is, oriented around a lot of the adventures and outdoor time I've spent with my family and and sharing with people in New Mexico where they can go and have a great weekend 
not only on like adventure, like everything from mountain biking to fishing to hiking, um, but also just finding areas where you can sit and watch wildlife and learn about the plants and birds and, and really deepen our relationship with nature. So this book is kind of at the intersection of your career and personal life. Yeah, absolutely. Did your two sons help contribute to writing this book? Did they give any tips of things they would like to include? Well, they certainly had opinions about <laughs> what they liked when we were out camping and hiking and doing things. And, and I learned a lot from them in terms of how to enjoy nature with kids, my kids throughout their different ages. And uh, I include some personal stories of things that they liked and didn't like in our experiences as a family in the book, just to give people a, a taste of how it can go. There's one quote I really like in this book. It's a short quote, but I think it really sums up the mission of what you're going for. And it is this. Providing children with rich and repeated experiences in nature throughout their childhood will help them develop a lifelong love and appreciation for the natural world. Christina, what could be the long-term effects of a generation with such a perspective? Yeah, it certainly was my experience spending time in nature, um, a lot of time in nature with my family and my extended family, and that I developed uh, knowledge and uh, interest and a love for the natural world. And although I grew up in Wisconsin, that wherever I go, that connection uh, sort of grounds me in a place and it's something that I look for and spend a lot of time in as an adult. And there's a lot of research show the connection between spending time in nature, uh, that it'll allow us to sort of remember those experiences when we're adults and connect and want to save and preserve the things that we love. Um, and my boys have continued to have an interest. You know, my older boy is 13 now, and I think like so many parents, we're experiencing a, an increase in digital world, especially with the pandemic. You know, we were spending a lot of time on screens, but he's, he and my younger son are still interested in, in getting out in nature when they can. Um, more now with their with my older boy with his friends than his family, but that's typical of any middle school kid. And yeah, I do, I have to believe that the experiences that we've had together in nature and uh, that they've had on their own in nature growing up will carry them into adulthood and that they'll take an interest and want to continue to have that connection in nature and, and work for its preservation in some way, whether that's a full-time thing for them like I do or just little bits here and there, but keep on paying attention to it. Absolutely. Um, the book features more than 80 destinations throughout the state, from all the way up in Farmington and Taos down to Las Cruces and Carlsbad. Did you personally travel to all of these locations um, in research for the book? Yeah, I went to everyone, and I'd say about 95% of them with my family. And so got some good feedback from my boys and what they liked and didn't. But that was really 
a wonderful experience and a wonderful way to get to know the state, both with this book and my last book, where I was doing a lot of hiking throughout the state as well. And just get to know like the amazing little corners of New Mexico. And there's so much diversity in terms of the geography and the different towns that are out there and the different landscapes and different habitats. And each one has kind of a, a set of interesting things to do. You know, I remember going to the Oregon mountains. We love to go there in the spring. The summers are, of course, can be scorching hot, but the spring and the fall are a beautiful time to go there. There's lots of wildflowers blooming and we did everything in the Oregon mountains from some climbing with ropes. A friend of mine was with us who's a good climber and did some climbing in the Oregon mountains, desert peaks area to a day trip over to White Sands, which is really close, White Sands National Park, to uh, wildlife watching, uh, hiking, you know, so like the Oregons, which are these very photogenic, beautiful mountains, but there's all kinds of different landscapes throughout New Mexico that we are able to enjoy. Yeah. Um, any favorites in our neck of the woods? I think our area best fits the Northwest Badlands chapter of the book. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I could spend a couple of weeks in the Northwest area. The Badlands are some of my favorite. Um, so north of you a little bit there in Gallup are the Beastie Badlands and the Lybrook Badlands. And we spent a couple weekends up in that area um, playing hide and seek in the incredible like tiny slot canyons and around the hoodoos and just having a great time. But um, outside of Gallup there, we really like to go to the Blue Water Lake uh, State Park, just to like go to that, a huge body of water in the middle of a very arid desert is, is attractive and beautiful. And we took a day or two to go up Mount Taylor to the volcano there and camped at the saddle right below the peak. Um, and did the climb to the peak and saw black bears and turkey and a bunch of wildflowers and went up to the fire lookout on top there. And then we did a little bit of um, mountain biking around Gallup on the trails that Gallup, you know, has really been investing in creating. And there, there's some wonderful trails in the Zuni mountains and did some hiking around there. So yeah, we spent a good amount of time in Gallup. Really loved it out there. Um, I'd like to note that the title of this book is New Mexico Family Outdoor Adventure. So not just children, it directs you how to travel with elderly parents or maybe grandchildren traveling with their grandparents. It doesn't necessarily just have to be a traditional young family with young children. Yeah, absolutely. Like I tried to include a lot of beginners sort of level activities or things that young families could do with toddlers but we you know my parents come down every year or two and they're in their 70s and we find adventures in new mexico to do with them and sometimes that involves making it a little more comfortable and easy for everybody like renting an rv and going instead of sleeping on in a tent and um but yeah the idea was to make it really multi-generational and even people who are are single can get a lot of great ideas of where to go in New Mexico and go with their friends and find some good gems from this book as well. Um, one last quote that I really like from the book is as follows. 
Doing some research before you go out to find what wildflowers will likely be blooming, what wildlife you might see, or what minerals you might find can add a sense of discovery when actually encountering them. I have found that to be very true in my own experience. I think it's one thing to hike a mountain and see a beautiful view and appreciate that, but it's a whole nother thing to know all of the history on how all of those rocks formed in that place and why a certain type of flora and fauna are located in that place, and it adds a lot more meaning to the view. Um, have you found that your boys and children in general enjoy trips more when they have that background information? Yeah, that's been the case for me and my family for sure. And, and being out with other kids, it's just brings a, a whole other level of enrichment. And my experience is that kids are more about like the journey along the way and you know, us as parents need to kind of loosen up on actually making it to the final destination because that may or may not happen. They may not may or may not have the energy to get there or something else might take over their interests. So having things to look at along the way, stops to take, whether it's flowers or evidence of animals that have been there, if you know your, if you do a little research and know some, some tracks and some signs of animals along the way can really build an intimacy and, and enrich the experience of being out with them. And so I remember a few years ago, um, I was really interested in seeing this pasque flower, this like, like one of the first flowers that come out in the spring and it comes out in the um, Jemez mountains. And so I, my younger son and I did some research, it was over his spring break about this flower and we looked at what it looks like and where it would live. and we were, you know, getting really, he was getting kind of excited about actually finding it out there. So he made this little poster and put it on a stick and it said, Pask flower or bust. <laughs> it's really cute. Put a little picture of it on there. So we knew what to look for when we got there and we took the camera out. You know, I like to get him involved in, in nature photography. He has an interest in that as well. And, and then when we got out there, like we took, we did this whole hike in the area where I thought it would be and we didn't find it and we were getting kind of you know, disappointed. And then right as we were making it back to the car, we saw a couple of them under a tree and he got super excited. And um, so it was, you know, that was a one example of how the experience can really, you know, of realizing what might be out there in the season that you're going um, and looking for it as you go can kind of up the excitement and engagement of kids and being outdoors. Yeah. Um, your book provides a little bit of preliminary information on the flora, fauna, and history of all of these sites. But if um, children wanted to learn more, children and parents, more in-depth information on a certain site, do you have any advice on where they should go? Uh, starting with the Google search in these days is always a good idea. There's so much information on the internet. And then there are lots of field guides um, you can go pick up at a bookstore or look at UNM Press who, who published this series, but they also do a lot of local field guides which talk about um, the flora, the fauna. There are several that are sort of a overall naturalist guide to different areas. And I found 
that almost every sector of the state, you know, I broke it down into, I think, six or seven sectors has local field guides produced for it. And so you can pick those up. Um, and there are a couple of local uh, magazines like Tumbleweeds Magazine for Kids and New Mexico Kids Magazine out of Albuquerque that will produce articles seasonally about different things that you can find in nature and learn more about them with your kids. So there are some really great resources out there for sure. Awesome. And where can our listeners find your book? If you go to the UNM Press website, you can buy it directly off of there. You can buy it off of almost any online bookseller. And it's starting to show up now on the shelves of local bookstores throughout the state. Um, or you can go to my website if you want a signed copy, which is christinamselby.com and order it from me directly as well. Very good. Thank you so much, Christina, for taking the time to speak to our audience here in Gallup, New Mexico. Yeah, thank you. And I hope you and everyone else can get outside and enjoy the outdoors.